Welcome to Beating the Market with Scott Welch. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Beating the Market podcast. I'm Scott Welsh, and you are smack dab in the middle of season one. There'll be multiple seasons of the Beating the Market podcast, but in this particular season, we're talking about the greatest trading strategy of all time. Now, as I said, it is a season, season one, and I recommend you going back to the beginning and starting from episode one and going all the way through because they are sequential and they are made for one to follow the other. Now, in the last episode, episode five, we went deep into the weeds on the academic research and it made an extraordinarily compelling point but let's bring it into the real world with real people. Now, we've talked about the academic research, as I said. We've talked about the turtles, what they are, and as a concept, right, what the turtles believed in, trend following. Who are some trend followers now? Like, the turtles were in the 80s. Is anyone really even doing this now? Ha ha, I'm so glad you asked. We're going to talk about three trend followers and All of this is perfectly verifiable. Just get out your Google machine and you can corroborate every single thing I'm going to talk about. First person we're going to mention, which I believe is important to mention, is his name is Bill Dunn. And in blog posts and other things that I've talked about, I've mentioned him before. But if it's the first time you're hearing about him, it shouldn't be. You should know about Bill Dunn. Despite the fact that Mr. Dunn has a continuously successful record dating back to the 1970s. He's never been profiled on CNBC, Bloomberg, or the Wall Street Journal. Remember what I said? Nobody's talking about trend following. People who are trend following successfully aren't being talked about either. Well, why isn't he being talked about? If this is so great, why not? Because Bill Dunn's and his system, I don't know about him as a person. I'm sure he's a great guy. But him and his fund are methodical and boring. He's not for the faint of heart either. Besides the fact that he's boring, he goes for maximum trend-following success. He doesn't tailor it for his, his investors. He takes the trend and tries to get everything out of it. Now, as a person, if you care, he got a degree in engineering physics, or physics, because physics is kind of scary, and he got a doctorate in theoretical physics on top of that, and went to work for the Department of Defense. So this is a very, very bright guy. But he decided that the real world needed help. Huh, kind of like the point of this podcast. And he didn't want to just live in the theoretical world. So after researching a system that he just found in Commodities Newsletter, he set out to build a mechanical system that would catch the big trends. And my goodness, that sounds familiar if you listen to all the episodes. He wanted to help people. He didn't want to live in a classroom or a lab far away. So keep in mind, his fund is totally systematic. It trades and risks about 2 to 6% every trade. And he only trades about 2 to 5 times a year. Well, he's not doing anything. This isn't a trader. What kind of a trader is that? Well, here's what kind of trader he is. His fund has an annual return. Now, this is updated. It's going on right now, okay? An annual return of 17.48% since 1974. Again, not always up, not always perfect, but that's his annual average return rate. Now, since 1974, the exact same period, the magical market, 
The Magical Index Fund, 12.16. Dunn, 17.4. Market, 12.1. Now, that means 10,000 with Bill Dunn would turn in 1974, turns into 12 million. 10,000 in the stock market, only 1.5 million. That's the difference it makes when you outperform the market. And again, you can check that online right now. How about Jerry Parker? Guess what? He was an original turtle. Isn't that fantastic? He was actually in the very first class of turtles. And he was very sad when it ended. And you know what he did? He started his own firm, right? Two weeks of trading, right? They trained him for two weeks. He traded it. He was the most successful turtle. It quit. And he went on and made his own. And he did exa almost exactly for the past several decades what he did in that experiment. In 1990, when he was on his own, he founded Chesapeake Capital. And again, he was using nearly the same strategies, right? He also is 100% systematic and he's a 100% trend follower today. How has he done? Since 1990, Chesapeake has averaged 17.5% per year. Now, during that exact same period, I went back and got the research on the market. The market did 11%. Now, here's an interesting stat. Parker's worst period, it's called drawdown, was when his fund went down 31%. That was in 2011 and 12. Okay? So you're trading his fund and things are going poorly. You would have seen your account drop 31%. In that same period, the market, the infallible perfect market, its worst period went down 50%, 50.9%. So if you assume the same risk, you would have suffered a much worse period just being an index funder. Interesting, hmm? So doing better, as, Mar as Parker did, 10,000 would have turned into 925, and that's only 187 for the little old market. Jerry Parker himself said, he's read a lot of material, and I quote, he's read, I've read a lot of material, and I would change in a heartbeat if I could improve the fund's performance, but I haven't seen anything better than what we were taught in the turtle program, close quote. And last but not least, William Eckhart is our third profile. And he was the actual founder of the Turtles, along with Richard Dennis. He was the one that created this. He was a very smart man, as these other people seem to be. And he was going for his PhD in math, but instead got sidetracked and went to the pits. The allure of trading was bigger than his PhD in math. And after he made a ton of money trend-following commodities, that's when he decided to get together with Richard Dennis and make a bet with Mr. Dennis on whether traders could be taught or whether they're born. Richard Dennis says you could take people for two weeks and trade them. Eckhart said, no, it's something that we're born with. Well, this turtle experiment was very successful, and Eckhart was wrong. But... He was happy to be wrong. <laughs> he started his own firm in 1991, and big surprise, he's 100% mechanical, and he still uses these turtle principles today. His average since 1991, 
the market 11.5 during the same period. 10K with Eckhart, Eckhart turns into 319,000, 10,000 with the market only 191. And once again, the worst period for Eckhart is only down 27%, and the market was that 50%. So you get more return and less suffering. These are real people, real traders with verifiable records. You can look them up. But they're hidden in plain sight. I mean, they've been there, but probably this is the first time you've ever heard of them. But what's interesting is they showed that what the academics were talking about was true. Trend following has been thriving in a verifiable manner for a long, long time. Well, if that's the case... Why isn't everybody doing it? That's what we'll talk about in the next episode. If you want more information, you can email me at beatthemarketpodcast at gmail.com. And my website is scottwelsh.me. Mm-hmm.